Hey, this is Scott. And Burke. From the Davis and Davis Show, the podcast for everything Ohio. Two guys who met at the University of Akron and have a love for Northern Ohio. We talk about everything from entertainment to motorsports to fine wine and spirits. Do you want to get a little insight on Northern Ohio from the perspective of two middle-aged men? Well, as we say, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit down, relax, and listen. New shows every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. Just go to www.redcircle.com slash Davis and Davis. Or find us on Apple Podcasts, Prime Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Check out our Facebook page at Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. And we just don't care. Welcome to the Cleveland Sports Fan. I proceeded to take him out to Bilbo's. Uh, for, for those people that don't understand, Bilbo's was a way of life. Yeah, it was. It was a. Yeah, that's not exactly the way to explain that place. It was kind of a different realm. Like you were in Akron, Ohio, and then you entered uh, Hobbiton. <laughs> I mean, it was it was a completely Lord of the Rings themed bar. You had the round door open. It was everything. You had Mordor. You had it was, and that was the only place in and all of Akron, Ohio, that you could get Guinness on draft, which made it infinitely better than any other bar in Ohio. It was um, an amazing spot. It, it really was. It, it was uh, Mr. Bilbo's, is I think what it was originally called. Mr. Bilbo's, you are correct. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm looking on this. Bilbo's Akron, the Lord of the Drink. <laughs> <laughs> but believe it or not, people, my first, uh, well, actually, my only bachelor party was held there i thought we went to multiple places i know we went there yes we went to multiple places but that was definitely the major place but we ended up at bilbo's mainly because my father was with us so and he wasn't a big let's go to 150 different bars type of person but and uh, your father, I think, is one of the few people that would truly appreciate Mr. Bilbo's for what it was. My my father went and looked at every freaking painting on the wall. <laughs> I, I, I loved my, I, I loved my dad. He was he was a he was a a crazy old kook who was into J.R.R. Tolkien, which which he was, was why a di- he, he was a different breed of cat. But but, but that was God love him. That was also the night that we had the, I love you, man. (laughs) I will never, ever. It was Mike Mike Rosak. As a matter of fact, the last time I was in Ohio, the last time I was in Ohio, we all got together and, and Rosak was sitting there and all of a sudden Burke licks up and goes, I love you, man. <laughs> I'm like, geez, what? I forgot about that. <laughs> like he's a meme, but he was a meme before memes were invented. He was the I love you guy. He was the original. I love he, you. He, he was, was a he, dude. He was a 280 pound football player from high school who 
was probably the biggest teddy bear you'd ever meet. And and when he got drunk, it was like, it's like Scott. No, like I, I need to tell you this. I love you, man. Burke, Burke. If, if you were an outsider and you pissed him off. He was gonna totally kick your ass. Like not we wouldn't blink about it. He would kick your ass and turn around and go, dude, Scott, I love you, man. <laughs> I, I, I just I love you, man. You're, <laughs> you're the best friend I've ever had. Like, dude, this is the hey, best Burke, I've ever I love you guys, man. Burke. I love you, man. You're the best friend like, I've, I've never ever had. met the dude in my life, and he loved he, me. I'm like, I was Burke. okay with that. <laughs> Mike, you just met Burke. <laughs> yeah, but I love it, man. <laughs> but, but I love him, man. I love you, man. I love you, man. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> hours. Hours of that. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're at Bilbo's in the back, in the back room throwing darts. And oh, and right. Rosak's like passing out in the hallway. <laughs> oh no! He threw a dart and fell forward and passed out. What are you talking? <laughs> it was it, it was almost as good of a it was almost as good of a night as the school reunion that we had when we went to Carl's after the reunion and it's you me kathy oh and, god that's right i forgot about that a whole bunch of others and all of a sudden we figure out that he's got a sauna in the basement <laughs> yes wait wait was that the when we were drunk or when we were hung over oh no i we, remember we were drunk the first time which oh, okay was the first time that the thing had ever been turned on since Carl had moved there. And then Which, the next day. And then the next day the we just had to state, sweat it out. Yeah, just, let's drink a lot of water and sweat it all out. And it, it, it worked actually pretty damn well, if I recall. It's, there were some I, pancakes involved, but yeah, the song <laughs> actually did a lot of good. It's, I, I think I'm going to call, I think I'm going to title this show uh back to the 80s um because honestly i don't think people understand that the 80s and the 90s when when you and i were in in our time of growing up and all, that was the best time of my life it was it was one of the last innocent times there was no internet there was no there was there was no you know shaming on the internet there was no it just didn't exist it was like you had cable tv that was it so there was not it was you know your your camaro was at its pinnacle um the, the presidents could do no wrong because the newscasters still had a little bit of you know act and didn't like tell all that was wrong with everybody it was kind of the last innocent era and there was just some cool stuff going on there you know it was definitely a different situation uh than than i feel bad for kids nowadays they're they're not going to have the freedoms that we have they're not going to know the hop in the car and do 75 80 miles an hour down through through uh, uh the valley um you know, going past weather vane at 70 miles an hour. You're, you're just not going to see that. You're not going to see that nowadays. And, and kids nowadays, while they're finding fun in other things, I think it's, I think it's sad that they're not getting to go out and play with cars. And I, I know so many of my friends that I look at and I'm like, you don't know how to change an alternator. You've never, yeah, you like like an oil change is a foreign concept to a so lot of kids. I, I got to take that to a shop. You know, yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, and, and that's the funny thing is like I kind of learned late in life 
how to fix cars or how to fix. Well, I take that back. I wasn't scared to fix anything. I think I was like nine or 10 years old when my mom's dryer died and I just decided, fuck it. I got a screwdriver. Let's see what's wrong with this damn thing. Pried it open, got it all open. Hey, the belt's not sticking on the little thing. And what if you do that? And then, hey, wait a minute. There's a spring loaded there. Well, shit, the damn thing works again. Put it all back together. Hey, mom, I fixed it. She's like, you're nine. Okay, does it work? Yeah, great. Okay. I wasn't scared to fix it, but I just didn't know how to. But then somebody showed me, and this was, Christ, this was after college, showed me how to change oil in a car. I'm like, crap, that's easy. Holy crap, that's easy. showed me how to change the spark plugs in a car. I'm like, holy shit, that's super easy. And then it was like, wait, they make books that tell you how to fix cars and they got yeah. pictures? Fuck, I'm all in. And after that, I'm changing out I, my 88 uh, CRX, 87 CRX. Did the entire clutch off a book because I had the book right there and I had tools. Like, fuck it, I can do this. It's like all you need is a book. And nowadays, Christ, and now there is, and I will admit, YouTube has made fixing shit a whole lot easier. Yes. Like, even I, myself, who have done timing belts, water pumps, redone brake calipers, I've done some significant stuff on cars before. I couldn't find the damn light bulb on a turn signal on a 2003 Honda Odyssey. Couldn't find it. Couldn't figure out how in the F to find the goddamn bulb for this goddamn turn signal up front. Looked on YouTube, there it is. Pull apart, you know, turn the wheel this way, pull the fender well apart, it's right damn there. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So, How easy could that be? Huh? I said, how easy could that be? Yeah, you would figure it would be easy. Like every other turn signal I've ever owned, you to get in the engine compartment, it's down there, damn it. Bilbo and like oh oh shit is that art from the original Bilbo's? I do believe so. God damn. Uh, blah, 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 blah. The Hobbit. I think that place is now a grilled cheese sandwich restaurant. Really? Which is kind of sad, but hey, you, you shit ain't gonna last forever, so. Um, yes, because those who have a big cartoonist painting, the Lockwood owner recently hung. Yes, that is the same painting from Mr. Bilbo's. Oh, that's cool. Um, but who knows? It may be closed now. I, like I said, I think it's a, I think it's a, I think it's still a restaurant. So. The Lockview restaurant is what it's called so you can go see the artwork that we used to sit around and play stupid games on what tuesday was it was tuesday's stupid game day tuesday or wednesday i can't remember uh i i cannot remember for the bilbo's was the there were three bars that i hung out at in college there was Thursdays, which, which was now underneath a parking lot. Oh, they actually tore it down. Oh yeah, there's a there's a there's a stadium sitting on top of Thursdays. Oh, Thursdays. I know. You and I used to go to Thursdays together. I loved yeah, I, going to I Thursdays. I projectile vomited on the side of Thursdays. Uh, number two was Mr. Bilbo's. Yes. Like, once again, one of the few places anywhere that to get an actual projectile vomited at. (laughs) (laughs) I did not projectile vomited. No, 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 I was good. I like that place. I I respected that place. And the third one is the Armadillo. Oh, God, the Armadillo. Yeah. Yeah, we spent we spent a lot of time there. What okay, about- I, I spent a lot of time there because when I got to college, I missed 
the 19 year old age uh thing so yeah so you i did not had get to grandfathered wait. in i had to wait until i was 21 to drink well gary who i loved to death still to this day really wanted to sleep with me so there wasn't many he didn't want to but yeah okay, go ahead i i proceeded to go and hang out at the armadillo at the age <laughs> of 18 uh, until I turned 21 because Gary Green was the bartender. bartender. Oh, bonus. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. What about, I, I, was Thursdays open down the road from there? Thursdays actually opened two years after I was hanging out at the Armadillo. Okay. So I was almost 21. Thursdays would let 18 year olds in. That's right. Uh, you had to get specially marked and all that, and you can buy booze. Uh, but I could still get into Thursdays. So Thursdays was the only place that played the Smiths. It was the only place that played uh, the music that I really listened to. I was, I was into the alternative scene and you know, I had Depeche Mode there. I had the Smiths. I had the Cure. I had all the music that I love listening to playing yep. all night long. Plus the the companionship there, the the, the females that were there. I I just there were some nice feminine uh, acquaintances to be made at that bar. I, I won't lie. Yeah, I, I actually I I, I won't lie. If you met a, a girl, and I'm not going to mention her name in this podcast, but her name begins with the letter M. Uh, she was my cousin. If you ever fooled around with her, I will kill you. Oh, okay. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> well, that's a concern. <laughs> what, what, was, what was the bar right across the street from, from the Armadillo? The, the Sun. Oh God, yeah. I, I actually never went there during the night. I went there during the day. Um I might tell you right now. The, none of the bartenders knew the cost of their high-end liqueurs. So I would be drinking Drambui for the price of a shot of Jack. And it was great. And it was like that was uh, and I was actually taking uh oh god what was the class i was taking it was a costume class and uh robin was stressing the 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 fuck out of me and me and one of the girls in that class went over to the sun and i'm like hey how much is that drum buoy in there oh <laughs> just a shot oh yeah bring it just keep bringing that shit. <laughs> i have a question for you okay Kelly. Yes. Who is her roommate? I have no clue. I never met her roommate. I never saw her roommate. No. No. She was in the theater department as well. Um, Irish girl. I can't remember. I mean, I lived with Kelly for like a month. I and, dated uh, Kelly for a hot second, but apparently, I think, I think she ended up uh, swinging for the other team. If not mistaken, I went out with her. Her and I broke up because of the David Copperfield thing. I don't think that we were really ever dating, though. I mean, we never, we never slept together. We never, you know, really did anything maybe it was just i think it was all a figment in my head <laughs> I, I i got to like first base ish with her and that was about it it was yeah yeah it was it, it was a very weird situation and i and i i do believe she is pitching for the other team now um lesser art i mean we need more of those in this world i i don't think that that has ever been a problem for men in America. 
<laughs> but yeah, please, I, please bleep out her name when we put this on the podcast. <laughs> I did. Um. Uh, well, hey, hey, there there were a couple of there were a couple of the Ohio or uh, Akron U girls that 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 I I I terminally Boy. loved. <laughs> <laughs> I you know I I I had no clue because obviously now I'm not a spelled good looking dude, but I apparently back when I started college I was a good looking dude and didn't realize it. Had no clue. Like half the theater department wanted to sleep with me. I'm like, I was so clueless. It was so, there so were, beta. There were one, two, three. There were three women in the theater department that I did sleep with. One of them's dead now. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mention her name. Uh one was someone that I met at carousel who was also going to the university of akron yeah we're not going to talk about carousel because i fuck half the cast of carousel but yeah and then one was a typical theater person that that we both know okay uh there there was a tina like i had no clue tina ever had a crush on me until later in life i was like damn i never you know i should have well anyway but yeah, there was there's at least three in our theater department that I had. Cobb. No, Tina McCabe. No, Tina. Oh, okay. My bad. Yeah. yeah. She had a crush on me. I had no clue. Never did anything with her. I love Tina. Tina was she was yeah, that... she was a sweetheart. She was so much fun. As a matter of fact, you know, honestly, I, I don't think that. I don't think the kids nowadays would understand how close we were in college back in the eighties and nineties. I mean, back in the eighties and nineties, there weren't cell phones, there weren't computers, there weren't, you know, we, we talked, we hung out. We got, we got to know each other playing Euchre. Yes. Yes. And, and on it, well, like people like Tina Cherry would walk by, she wouldn't play Euchre with us, but she would talk to us when we were, and she was at every single party. I mean, it's just, just yeah. a lot of fun. I mean, you know, absolutely a lot of fun. That's a, uh, uh, Craig Erickson. Good friend. Very uh, good friend. Oh, yeah. I, 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 because I was like, knew his high school teacher, like one of the first days in college, I met him and, told this guy hey i met this dude named craig he was like oh yeah dude this is one of my old students and everything and so i kind of got the lowdown on him i you know, i almost took him under my wing not under my wing that's not a good way to say that i wanted because i knew he probably was not going to be long for our world yeah and every blue moon i would do something unusual that was just plain old fun took him actually took him and kelly rapace to in my brown uh triumph to um <laughs> in the shagan <laughs> convertible i know right to uh uh um, oh god what's the the oh god right at the top of the hill there the the big mansion um Oh, Stan Hewitt Hall. Yeah, took him, took them both to Stan Hewitt, bought kites, and we flew kites one afternoon just because it was something stupid and cool and fun. And it was just, it, I, I, I wanted to make Craig's life full if I could. You know, I'm not, I didn't force it on him or anything. I just wanted, like, every blue moon, I wanted to do something kind of out there and just fun and just make his worth life worth living because I knew he wasn't long for the world. And so it, it was, it was a different time in my life. And, uh, uh, when I got to the U, uh, action zoo, Craig 
like you and Craig were my two best friends. And Craig was somebody that I could go to the parties with and not have to worry about people uh, hitting on me, um, treating me differently. Like Craig and I would hang out and, you know, the girls would come and talk to us, but they wouldn't expect anything or they wouldn't try to do anything. And it just made my life a little bit easier. He, he, he was truly one of my best friends. And I think, I think he is the reason that I still have as many friends from college that I do. Um, That, yeah, that's not a, yeah, that, that, that's probably an honest opinion. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it was, it was very hard in those days, uh, especially for me, because I was I was trying to make that difference or that that choice between religion and yeah, go ahead, make that. <laughs> I was I was actually about wanted to become a priest. Thank God you made the right choice. <laughs> Dude, I I didn't I didn't even. I didn't have relations until my sophomore year in college. Oh, dude. When my friend, when my friend Burke took me over to, over to a certain house. (laughs) (laughs) And I went, wow, that's what this is all about. This is this is okay. I I I can handle this. Sure, I can do that again, uh, and again and again. <laughs> I, it, it's very weird, man. You know, actually, I think we're very lucky. Uh, you think about it. Out of our college career, I think there's only been two deaths. That was Craig. And uh, uh, Papello, Papello, what was her name? Rapelli? No. Oh gosh, yes. Um, yeah. Uh, not was it Tina? I want to say it was Tina. I but- I actually went. I heard about her passing away. I had I had not kept in touch with her at all. But heard about her passing away and thought, I, I gotta go. I, I I went to her. I got off work late, but I still went to her um, memorial uh, just because she was such a bright light. I guess is the best way to put it. She was such a animated, spirited. Uh, I don't know how to put it. She was such a just a, a glimmer of hope in 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 our lives, and she just made life a whole lot better. And I yeah. went to her. I went and I, like I walked in. I didn't know a single person there. Um, said hi to her parents. Said hey, I went to school with her. I went to college, and 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 forgive me. I cannot remember one of the other people that we went to college with there ended up in the seminary. I don't know if he was in J.A. Valenchek. Who? J.A. Valenchek. Yes. And he was actually doing the the sermon for her later on. I didn't get to see him, but her parents were like, oh my God, you went to school with J.A.? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I have no J.A. Yeah. So I mean, it was, but I just felt I had to go because she was just such a just right spot in our lives and i just felt i had to go so i went and and um i had a serious girlfriend from like 1988 on and we broke up in 1999 and uh she was the she literally took me out two days after i mean i fell asleep drunk as a skunk on the floor in the armadillo. And the next night she took me out 
And it was like one of the best nights of my life. And, and she, she was, she was just, she was bubbly. She enjoyed life. We, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We, we hit it off there. I mean, and, and she looked at me, she was like, we're not dating. I went, okay, I'm fine with that. But we're going out and we're having a good time. But we're going out and we're having a good time. And we're getting you over this. Like there's some, there's more to life than that girl. And we're going to show you some life. And, uh, uh, I remember about 10 years ago, this was before she died when Facebook started and all that stuff. And I hooked back up with her on Facebook and, and we were talking and I, I, I told her, man, I, I should have kept dating you. And she said, no, you shouldn't have because <laughs> <laughs> I we was, were not dating. <laughs> I was just helping you out. <laughs> and I went, I went, God, I, I really do like you. <laughs> You're just a nice person. God damn it. You're way too nice for me. <laughs> See, but, but everyone that we had at the U were nice. Uh, even, even coming down to the teachers, like Wallace Sterling was one of the nicest guys I ever met in my life. Yeah. Paul, Paul Dom is a hero to me. And, so who and are the guys that were in the shop, I mean, even the one that was kind Randall of Randall Enlow. Yeah. But what was his assistant's name? Uh, you're, you're asking the wrong person that question. I even, don't know. That guy was kind of like, I don't want to say he was douchey, but even he, he was just a cool dude. You know, I mean, he was just a cool dude. Like everybody in that department, except maybe for the chick who was doing, the costumes was that Robin Verhagen was her name. Yeah. She, well, she yeah, was she, the reason I went out drinking that one afternoon. <laughs> she, she was, she was a little, she was a little, she was a little over the, the top. Tooth. Yeah. Yeah. She's a little over the top, but, and, uh, and but I, yeah, think, the, I think she was the one that taught my stage makeup course as well. No, that was somebody else. Cause I took that course and really enjoyed it unless she wasn't teaching it back then. No, it was a guy. It was a guy. Yeah, it was somebody. I, I, I can't remember who it was, but that was a fun course. Because like me and Kelly, um, I didn't think Mo was in that class, if I'm not mistaken. Well, that was just a, a good time. There's another one that's died. Did Mo pass away? Oh, God, that's right. He did. Yeah. Yeah. See, I went to high school with him. But he used, he used to live in that house above well him and Carmela lived in the same house or something like that I don't maybe she lived below I can't remember yeah his his dad was like a big time minister if I recall he was and like he was raised in that whole religious thing and like even in high school like I could tell he was leaning that other way and it just like yeah it was tearing him apart unfortunately but when he got to college he finally was like this is who i am and obviously later in life he just embraced it and went with it and it was like yeah god bless you because you know he just it looked like he was having a good time i wish i had heard him sing because i know he was big time singing up in cleveland for a number of years yeah I wish i could have got to hear him sing yeah, I didn't. I feel bad, but yeah. I uh, who it. who's the bicycle chick, Valerie? <laughs> I forgot about Valerie. <laughs> Did I say bicycle? Val is I meant, cool, man. I I meant motorcycle chick. Yes, Val. No, no, she had she had a she had a uh, she had a Honda automatic, as a matter of fact, <laughs> if I recall. Um, yeah, Val was cool as hell. <laughs> is, she, okay, I think she lives out in California right now. I'm not somewhere sure out west. She, I think I'm friends with her on Facebook. I may have to. Yeah. I may have to to pick her up. But um, um, what always saddened me being friends with you was that I got there after Tracy Tutman had left, oh, and God. Tracy was like your idol. I, it, it, you always talked about Tracy. It, it wasn't so much an idol as a 
it was like he was more of a force of nature that you endured and and like came out on the other side and you were whole again it was just this bizarre ritual of uh yeah it was so bizarre i think he his cat he had this one cat who was this total fucking psycho like this cat would come up and brush up against you and go Oh my God, love on me, love on me. And you would pet this cat for 0.3 seconds. He would fucking swipe and draw blood and run away. You're like, what the fuck? I mean, it was just and like, and, and like, he'd be looking. He had this huge television with all these VHS tapes. And he was totally into like, you know, all these old ass black and white movies. And you look behind the TV and the videotapes, there's cat turds everywhere. It was just the way he lived, you know. <laughs> and his, 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 uh, when he went to the, the, for uh, the October, what's the, the, the Halloween, his Halloween parties were pretty fucking epic because everybody dressed up, everybody got drunk as hell. And shit went down. And it was just, that was, it, it didn't matter how bad or good it was. That was the night. And you just, you just let it all hang out. It was just a good time. I think I met Carl there for the first time ever. Um, I think it was in a banana costume. I, I'm, <laughs> I I'm think gonna, he owned a Volvo at the time. I'm going to, I'm going to say this. And I've, I've worked at a lot of colleges. I've worked all over this country. I will honestly say that the parties at the University of Akron were probably the best parties uh, I've ever been to. And, and the thing about it is that we had a tight crew. We had a very tight crew. We had a group of people that cared about each other, that took care of each other. Um, it didn't matter if you were fat, thin, uh, gay, straight. It didn't matter. Everyone took care of each other in that group. I learned how to do whippets <laughs> in college. For me and Carl, probably. Actually, it was Carl's wife who taught me how to do it. <laughs> who probably picked that up from Carl, who probably picked it up from me originally. <laughs> he, um, he fell out of my TR6 stone on whippets once. <laughs> he just fell out of the car completely. Just, you know, he's on the, and I'm, I'm like, uh, you need to get up. And then, <laughs> well, do you remember, um, and I can't remember his last name, but uh, there was a kid named Paul, I think. And I remember Stedbeck? he, yeah, probably. I think that was him. I think he had fallen on hard times. He was still going to school, totally out of He money. actually came from Hoban, Hoban High School. Yeah. He was out of money. Yeah. He was good friends with Kevin and Charlie's yeah. Charles. Yep. Uh, and I think Charles is on staff at the University of Akron. I, I think he is, yeah. Um, anyways, yes. But I remember he was dead effing broke. He was living off a jar of peanut butter. Yeah. Like Kevin broke down, like like literally broke down and was damn near in tears. And like and like him. And Charles and just a bunch of people got together and said, yeah, y'all need some food. So they got some food. They found us some shelter. They just, it was like, we all cared about it. It was like, we were all family, you know, well, it, it didn't matter who you were. Like, if you said you need to help, we were there. It was, it was probably 1989. It was like two years after you left. And there was there was a new group of people in there was lance moray and, and i remember lance yeah uh varun kana was there um there was a guy named kumar oh wow okay. and so so we've got these two indian guys who 
where I, Varun and I still talk. I love Varun. He's great. Um, I actually lit his production of The Boys Next Door. No, oh, wow. and uh, uh, he, I I loved working with. Him. Anyways, Kumar knew that I had no place to live. My parents had kicked me out of my house. They refused to drive me to school anymore. So I had to move in with Kevin Head. Oh, oh God, yeah. I burnt down Kevin Head's house. Oh, shit. That I did not hear. <laughs> Total accident, but it happened. <laughs> I lit a candle. I fell asleep. And guess what? The next thing I know, I'm waking up and the house is on fire. <laughs> I, it, shit happens. I mean, you know. Anyways. Kumar Kumar took me over to his house and fed me vegetables basically with with spices. I, I didn't know how to cook at that point in time. Nothing, <laughs> none of that stuff. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Am, am I supposed to eat? Like, it's pita bread. Just eat the damn shit. <laughs> it's food. Eat. I I started to really realize then that everyone that was there at the U was there for each other. Yeah. There, who was a... Okay, this is really going to bother me. There was a pagan dude that... Oh, his, uh, Meg. Uh, <laughs> ended up marrying no, him. All I had to do was say pagan dude. Yeah. And you pick well, no, I used spot. to hang out with him and do fucking pagan rituals. I remember it wasn't Chris. It was, um, yeah, I'm not going to remember his name. Was it Tim? Um, that sounds, yes. I think so. It was Megan and Tim. Tim and Meg. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the weaves we, uh, oh, I, I mean, the, the webs the funny we thing is like I've done I've done Sam Hain uh, rituals with other people after that and understood what was going on. <laughs> he was at least very thorough in explaining. <laughs> yeah. See, yeah, he was, I, I, I think he kind of had the odds for me, but you know, settled on Meg. <laughs> Here's the weird thing. The ones that had the hots for you had the hots for me. <laughs> I don't know why. We were brothers. That's why. I, and that, that was, okay. I, I don't think anyone has figured this out yet. Burke and I are not actually brothers, but Burke and I have been brothers since 1987. Well, we, we had, we, we, we went into Akron U and we introduced ourselves. Uh, my name is Burke Davis. And then he would introduce himself, he would introduce himself as Scott Davis and, and, and some idiot, like this guy's five inches shorter than me and has a different colored eyes and different colored hair. And some idiot teacher went, <laughs> Oh, are you guys brothers? And we're like, we looked at each other like, absolutely. Oh yeah. And that was it. We were brothers from then on out. It was just, <laughs> yeah, like not a moment's hesitation. Oh yeah. <laughs> I totally forget what class. There was only one class that you and I were in together. Uh, and I can't. Um, mm. It might have been lighting. Oh. Because um, it wasn't costume. It wasn't script. It, it wasn't theater 101. No. It, it had to be a it had to be a lighting class. I think but, it was uh, I was I think it was a lighting class. Not, not, with, not, with John? Was that his name? No, it was with Paul. Paul Dom. Oh, shit. I had, I, what was that young Texas looking dude that was there? Um, oh, fuck. What class did we have together then? This is a I tough one. It, it may have been one of the directing courses. Um, that could be. Because I was taking directing. It was with Lyle Dye. I did one of those. And I, no, that was, um, I'm thinking of the uh, script writing class. 
which was a hilarious class because uh, Craig was in there. And what was the super tall, skinny dude? <coughs> uh, David Rensesson? Not, not Rensesson. What the hell was David his was his first name. Is David something. He's in commercials now for... Yes, for- I've seen... Yes, I've seen his commercials. He was actually also... He played a demon on iCarly of all, all shows. Yes, he did. Yes. Um, so he does a screenplay or a script, right? And he's like, yeah, it's going to be about these these vampires. And I've got like this music from this band that I want to play in the background. It's called uh, you know, Bella, Bella Lugosi is Dead. Craig and I are looking at each other like, why does this sound exactly like a movie with David Bowie and Susan Sarandon? And we're like, you have totally plagiarized a movie for your script. And we totally, totally called him out on it. It was now, fucking hilarious. Now... It wasn't David Rensesson. I can't remember his name right now. I'm friends with him on freaking Facebook, though. Uh, I'm friends with everyone on Facebook. Anyways, now I've got to ask you. Now I've got to ask you. Was uh, do you remember Nick? Vaguely, the name is very familiar. Okay. This may be something that I don't put on any podcast whatsoever, (laughs) but I'm going to say it. So, uh, Craig and I go to a party, opening opening night party or something like that, and Nicole is there, uh, along with another girl who was a little bit large at that point in time, um, and I can't remember her name. Anyways, both of them come into the kitchen. And proceed to ask us questions about our sexuality. <laughs> then proceed to show us their boobs. Never a bad time. And Craig and I looked at each other. And we would never fat size anyone. <laughs> but if if they weren't to Craig's minimum well you gotta understand with Craig a full size girl would have killed him at that point in time in his life instead of anyone instead of Craig saying something like I'm not interested in you and all this he would proceed to talk about Oh, sticking things in different places. <laughs> Just to kind of whether anal was <laughs> so like if this, I'm down. <laughs> Trying to throw them off the scent. <laughs> but if you are down for that, we can talk. <laughs> now now here, here's the funny part at this party, uh Jenny's there. Okay. And uh, uh, she's not married at this point in time. Her her bow is off in the Navy right, playing right. with parachutes. <laughs> she walks up to me and looks at me and goes, do you want a blowjob? <laughs> and says it loud enough for everyone in the room to hear. <laughs> I do not even answer. She just pulls me away into the room and lets me go. And I said, well, what, what, what? Uh, Oh no, I was just saving you. (laughs) (laughs) That is a true friend (laughs) and proceeds to walk off. (laughs) Bye-bye. Now understand I met Carl separate from Jenny. 
Okay. And I actually had a weird tie to Jenny in the fact that when I was in high school, I was in a garage band with a girl named, oh God, I'm going to screw up her name. Um, I want, not Janine. Um, oh crap, I can't remember. I was, it, I was in a garage band. The lead guitarist's sister was always hanging around. She went to my high school. But she was best friends with Jenny. So I kind of met Jenny through this girl that I was in a garage band with back in high school. Who I, and the garage band guys lived three blocks away from me, but went to a different high school altogether. So it was like this weird interweb of, you know, I met Carl at this damn party. He was wearing a banana costume. He owned a Volvo. I met Jenny because she knew this other girl who I was in a band with the brother and yeah. It's just yeah. Um the the we the webs we weave. Oh, and then later in life, of course, I find out that this other girl had a total crush on me forever. And and she tried her damnedest at one point. And even like Carl and Jenny were trying to hook me up with her. I was like, no. It was yeah, I hate to say it. It was one of those instances of don't put your dick in crazy. <laughs> just one of those mottos I have lived by my whole life. Well, that that was a, okay. You know what? It was a very weird. I was dating a girl named Donna uh, when you and I first met. And I, I forget what year you left the U. I think it was like 88. Sounds about right. Um, Donna and I dated until 89 and when we broke up, it was, it, it happened in the atrium actually. Oh God. Well, they, they, she was going to school at the U as well. Her mother worked at the U. Oh God. She watched. <laughs> She walked up to me in the atrium. I'm in the middle of a hand of euchre. <laughs> and she hands me my ring and says, you know, we need to break up. And I, I, I was distraught. I was, it was horrible. Um, not only Paz left, who, who was like my dream girl. Uh, I, I figured out that. I was dreaming low at that point in time. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of bleeping in this show tonight. <laughs> a lot of anyways, names that must be covered up to prevent the uh, anyways, to, to I, protect I, the innocent. <laughs> I yeah, exactly. <laughs> I I didn't realize how tight our community was until after that breakup. I because I found out that Donna came back two weeks later and everyone told her not just one person, but all of them were like, oh, he's dating somebody else. <laughs> I mean, they they were like, we're done with you, bitch. <laughs> Be gone, thought. Bye-bye. Before that was a thing. Have, have a good time. Got Enjoy yourself. In the castle. <laughs> Oh, I know. I my both of my daughters have found things that they love or like have have gone there. Um, like my youngest one is really on the I want to say geeky side, but my God, like I, I played D and D years and years ago. Her her boyfriend. She has been dating this kid. I think since they were sophomores in high school, both in band, both on the, the, you know, they were both, um, what's, what's when you get the, the highest GPA in your school, what's that association, the, the valedictorian or yes, salutedictorian. Yeah. Both valedictorians and, you know, um, very smart kids and everything. Very geeky. 
both into anime, both, you know, and, 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 and now they're in a long distance relationship. She's all the way up in Toledo, which you're talking about damn near on Lake Erie. He's all the way down in Columbus. Might as well be Tennessee for all I fucking care. Holy so, hell, that's a hell of a long ways. Yeah, but and they, but they have kept the relationship going. I guarantee they'll get married, they'll have kids, they'll be happy as clams and everything. But they're they're totally on the geeky side, and they embrace it totally, loving for it. Uh, my oldest daughter, she's a little bit on the wild side. Always has been, always will be. Uh, like the other day, I literally said. You know, because she is going to school. She's going back to school. She got her degree in, uh, I don't even remember the biology, whatever, uh, some biology degree that really didn't do a whole lot of good. Um, She's working at um, Children's Hospital, doing third shift. She's on the psych ward, but she's going back to school to get her RN. She wants to be a nurse. Um, so she is full-time, pretty much full-time job, pretty much as full-time a college student as she can be and get sleep. Um, and I like the other day I asked her, I said, you know, you got somebody not special, but somebody that you, I don't want to say hang out with, but I'm like, you got to say it, dad, you dad, gotta, you, just say you, it. You, do you get a friends with benefits? Do you, 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 are you, you know, getting are you, dicked? Are you getting laid? I don't. I even. I don't even want to ask that question. I don't even care. So, <laughs> are you? Do you have a friend with benefits that you're getting your stress out? Because let's face it, you're in a high stress situation here. She's like, yeah, I got a couple people. I'm good. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> That's the kind of dad I am. I was like, I just want to make sure you're living your life. You're, you're doing you got a full-time job and you're doing great at it and you're going back to school and you're doing great at it. It's like, you got to balance it all out. You can't do just that. You can't work and work only, you know, it's like, you got to have a little bit of balance in your life. And as long as she says she's got some balance, I'm like, Oh, that's cool. You're having fun. And she goes out to, and God forbid, she goes out to country music festivals. Where did I go wrong? And she has an iPhone. Where did I go wrong? But anyway, (laughs) She's her own girl. She does what she wants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's an iPhone there. Uh, no, I've been stuck on the Android for years. <laughs> so I, I gave in to the force. It's easier to run a business with it. This is true. Yeah. You, you got, you got, if you're doing what you're doing, you kind of got to go that route. I get it. And I'm not going to give you shit for it. So I will, I will say this ever since Tim Cook died, it's gone downhill. True that. But when I had Androids, every time I took photos, it would start deleting them on its own. What? Yeah. Yeah. Weird phone, man. Uh, that was that Virgin Mobile. Oh, yeah. Well. <laughs> Anyways, on that note, I need to blow out of here. Yep. I had a good time with you. I had a great time. Wait till you see what comes out of this when I edit it. Oh, dear God. It'll be fun. I may actually <laughs> split it into two things. One one maybe. One maybe. Car stuff to, and one maybe 80s reminiscence. How to live your life. <laughs> the true way <laughs> okay on that note I gotta blow out of here I've got another podcast I have to do later So, oh dear god uh, you are a couple time zones later than I am so it's about yes, midnight I, my time uh, no but it's very close for me alright man I will talk to you later Yes, you have a great evening. And I will call you again to do this again. I I have no idea what the topic will be, but what the fuck? We'll do this thing. Okay, it's a night of drinking and talking. All right, later. Take it.